welcome back to an all new episode of Gabbing with Gason, hosted by me, Gason. Make sure you've got your Malibu ready, because it is time for a Gab Fest. Hi! Welcome back to Gabbing with Gason. I'm your host, Gason, or as my friends just call me, Jason. And I was just telling our guests a little bit ago that I haven't done a live episode in such a long time. Since Christmas. It's February! My God, so many things have happened. We had an election thing. We had an inauguration thing. We had an insurrection thing. It was, it was a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, I'm excited because we reached a goal that I never thought I'd even have. But we've had over 1,400 listens. And that is crazy that y'all like this show. Because, I mean, you know, it's not that great. But hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, that's crazy. We're not even a year old yet. Well, we actually turn a year old in April. So we have surpassed my ideas and there's gonna be some really cool stuff coming down the pipe, uh, later on for our one year when we kind of roll out some new things. There'll be a new contest. Uh, last year we did the golden gal off and this year we're going to do something different, but I want my listeners to be involved. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Um, and there is a chance for one of you to come on the show as well, too. So that'll be fun. There's a lot going on. And I, uh, thankfully, have had my Malibu with me through this entire crazy ride through the summer. Or the summer. My God, I've already had too much. Through the winter. And um, it's been a good time. So I'm glad you're all back. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to the bonus Bitsuary episodes with Bree. Um, and if not, well, you should go listen to them because they were fun. And uh, Brie will definitely be back uh, around Halloween if we can make her episodes work again. Um, I have some ideas. So we're going to ha- definitely have Brie back. Uh, just as a heads up, the Halloween episode was such a success that I'm going to start requesting stuff now. So for my listeners, if you have had any experiences with the paranormal, I don't care what they are. It's okay. You know, did you meet a ghost? Did you see a demon? Did you see Bigfoot? Aliens? Whatever. I want to hear about it. Um, So please, please, please reach out. And uh, we can either do where I read your information on the the show, or if you want to come on and record and tell your story yourself. Absolutely. We'll definitely do that again. So, um, and if you haven't listened to the Halloween episode and you skipped all the way ahead, A, thank you for skipping all the way ahead. Uh, but B, go back and listen to the Halloween episode. It's the, uh, Halloween spooktacular. So, um, go back and listen to it. It's pretty good. There's a lot of interesting, uh, stories and it was a really fun episode to do. Um, and I can't wait to do more. So, definitely do that and there's a lot of exciting things coming we're already working on stuff for october and literally it's it's february so um i guess i should welcome my guest yeah you think so (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) you've been sitting so quietly (laughs) i didn't want to interrupt your wonderful introduction (laughs) i did expect a little more welcome or warm welcome for me but that's okay I mean, I was going to get there, but then you were like, well, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone, please welcome this episode's guesty bestie co-host, my little favorite, Paulina. 
Hi. Hello. Where, I go by I Paul. Was like, sometimes that's where you say too. hello. <laughs> you do go by Paul or Paula, and then Lisa's um, been calling you like Pauline. And yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> whatever form of P name I've gotten Penelope, Priscilla, I don't know. Oh, Priscilla sounds like a great name for me to start calling you again. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I'll call you Priscilla when you make me mad. How does that sound? Then Ooh, you'll know you've, uh, messed you've up. crossed a line. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. Aw. I'm so glad that we get to talk, because I miss your face. I know. Even though I got to see it last week uh, via, via the interwebs. Um, but I miss you. It's just been so long since we've, like, gotten to just, like, talk as normal people and friends without having anything work involved yeah right um i'm trying to think the last time we got to hang out hang out um was it the christmas party before you moved away i think so wow that was like what two three years ago now yeah wow and you loved that christmas party because i throw a party like nobody else oh yeah if any of you guys that are listening you've never been invited (laughs) to one of jason's christmas parties oh my gosh let me tell you (laughs) First of all, it is a very exclusive party, so you have to you have to know somebody to be invited. That's how I got invited the first year, but then I made my mark on Jason, and he just had to keep on bringing me back. So if you guys know anybody out there that knows Jason very well, I would definitely hit them up for maybe this year. Yeah, we couldn't have it last year because of stupid COVID. It's the first time in uh, nine, or eight years, I guess it was, nine years, that I've ever had to cancel the party. I was so upset about it. Oh, wow. Because I planned that thing a year in advance. Like, yeah. I'm already working on stuff for this year, praying that we can have it. Hopefully, people get vaccinated and we can... Be safe. Know, I don't know. Just be safe. My gosh. Yeah. Uh, but it is a good time. It is already what, coming you know up I on a year. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I think it would be fun if I did some recording at the Christmas party Ooh. and play it on the other podcast. Yes. So that might be that might be something fun. That way we, we can give the it. listeners a little bit of like an exclusive sneak peek or, you know, like if they were there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you didn't make the cut, but here's what you missed. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean to be braggy. That's not me at all. That is true. You're not very braggy. That's what I like about you. I just have to hype Jason up. It's true. It's true. Well, I mean, do you know what else hypes me up is liquor. And uh, we have a lot of that flowing at the Christmas party. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I, not stole, but I asked you if I could take two of the wine glasses home and I still have them. Uh, You know what? You started a trend and I was so glad that you did because then I don't have to store them every year. I just buy new ones and give them out. So like everybody gets a new one every year that they come. Oh yeah. You were so happy to give it away. Oh yeah. I was like, take, you want a case? (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah. It's storing them is such a pain. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm always like, take more, take more. Do you want a whole set? Do you need an eight piece (laughs) setting? Take them. (laughs) I hate, I hate boxing stuff up and taking it back home. So I try to get rid of all kinds of things at the end of the night. Um, That makes me think, Paul, I think what we should do is, in case anybody doesn't know, I have a second podcast called Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gayson, 
and um, you should definitely check it out if you like Christmas. Paul, I'm going to bring you on that one so we can talk about a Christmas special together. Oh. I think it would be really fun. Yeah. Um, Kyle, you know Kyle. Mm -hmm. Kyle just recorded his last month, and I'm hoping we didn't offend the people of Canada too much. But, oh, gosh. Um, I know, but it was really funny. It's really funny, so... Uh, I'm gonna bring you back for that. Yeah, I like how I just go off on tangents. I have a whole script I'm supposed to follow because <laughs> I was like, oh, let me get my notes down, and we've already gone off tangent for at least seven and a half minutes. So that's okay. <laughs> that's what life's about—being spontaneous, right? Truth, truth. Um, okay, it's weird. I'm still. I'm trying to get back into getting the show back to it was before. Uh, Christmas because at Christmas it really was about Christmas stuff so mm -hmm. I'm getting back into the and then you know I think we had like one new episode in November um, where we kind of reached back oh we did my friend Nikki made me try a face mask for the first time Paul oh um, Nikki from the Christmas party I think I've met her before no I don't no Nikki hasn't been able to come yet I don't think oh okay. maybe was Nikki there oh wait you know so. what I think I'm getting her confused with a different Nikki it's potentials. There's potentials. I don't know. I don't think it was that Nikki. But, um, yeah, she went out and bought me some... She wanted to talk about self-care because, as you call it, I have lots of extracurricular activities. And um, she's like, you need to take time for yourself. So here's a, here's a clay face mask, and we're going to do the podcast, and you're going to wear it during the podcast. And I will tell you, it was lovely. Yes, and you have I to have take that it. time for yourself. Yeah. Do you, do you do face mask things? I don't know. You call them face masks, right? Are they, is that what you call them? Yeah, face masks. Um, I try and do one at least once every week. Sometimes I'll do it with my boyfriend, Ryan. I actually convince Ooh. him to do them with me. Um, but we try and do them at least once a week. Um, normally, if it's like after a big weekend of drinking or like we just got back from out of town, <laughs> definitely calls for a face mask. I love it. I like that you do couples masks. That's cute. Yeah, I, I I think we like to do a lot of things together sometimes. Um, That's cute. Yeah. That's super cute. We're going to talk about that more in a minute. Um, we said drinking. We have to hit the, the, the segment because as my guests have all known, it's easier to get my friends to open up and talk if they've had a cocktail or two. Paul, are you drinking tonight? Of course. Is that even a question? Does today end with why? <laughs> what are you, uh, what are you having? One of my favorite drinks ever since I turned 21, a long time ago it feels like, um, is a mimosa. I just, I oh. can always drink it any time of the day, no matter what mood I'm in or what I'm doing. Mimosas are always my go-to. I am down for a mimosa as well. Oh, uh, we, gosh, I need to come visit you so that we can do, like, mimosa days. Yes, and self-care and chill by the and, pool well, all together. And I can play with the dog. Oh, so it's great. yes. He'll be big by then, but it's okay. That's okay. Dogs are amazing. Um, fantastic. A good mimosa. Well, I know it's a surprise to anyone that's listening, unless this is your first episode. Uh, and if it is, welcome. Please stick around. Listen to the whole thing. Um... I am drinking Malibu. <laughs> um, today, I... So there was an episode a couple months ago where Guesty Bestie co-host Peter and I 
I had said, hey, I found this dusty bottle of Malibu at a liquor store that I'd never been to, which is a true story, Paul. I went into this liquor store, and I was like, where's the Malibu? And this guy pointed to a shelf, and there was this dusty-ass bottle, like straight dust. Like, when I touched it with my hands, I left a finger mark on it, and there was so oh much gosh. dust on my fingers. And I was like, is this safe to drink? And I'd never seen it before. It was It's called Malibu with – so it's Caribbean rum with island melon. So it's got Ooh. a, um, it's just a melon and it is delicious. And if you haven't gotten Malibu, you should, cause on the back of the bottles is usually a recipe for something to make. And so I am drinking a Malibu Island melon sour. And all it is, is, is this Malibu Island melon mixed with, um, sweet and sour mix or sour mix. That's what it's called. Sour mix. And you just serve it over ice and uh, I'm not going to lie, it's super taste, and I probably had way more than I should have. Uh, but, you know, hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's super good. It's super good. And I think, I, you know what I might do, Paul? I may have to go back to that liquor store. First of all, the two guys working behind the counter were super cute. Oh, yeah. So um, that was a bonus. And when they, they were like... They looked at me when I bought it because they're like, oh, maybe we should wipe this off. And I was like, at this point, does it matter? Like, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit is dusty. It's going to be thrown honest. away in a few days anyway. Let's be real. Well, I, I you know what? I wonder if it will be. I kind of want to go back and see if it's still there. And if it is, I'm going to buy every bottle they got because I really like it. Okay. We do get it's paid so on Friday. Good. Right? Right? Um, and you, we were talking before the show and you said that you love Malibu too. And... I told you that, hey, you need to sign up for their email, and you can do that at MalibuRumDrinks.com. And you can um, get drink suggestions there. They also um, have all of their, like, irregular cocktails that they have out, like their different kinds of bevies. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just going to say it's delicious and wonderful, and everything makes me happy, and I may go to that website multiple times oh my god they're announcing a new flavor <gasps> what flavor shut up when malibu watermelon you've heard it here first Ooh. oh oh not... my god i am not a fan I... of you don't like watermelon fruit but anything flavored no i don't like it Okay, well, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you something that you need to hear. I'm going to tell you right now. Malibu strawberry is the most amazing thing I've ever had in my life. I hung out with a friend recently, socially distanced, of course, but we hung out. I drank it straight over ice. I didn't put a mixer in it. It's just strawberry by itself. It's delicious. But I am freaking out at Malibu Watermelon. Oh my God. Now I have a new thing. I am going to have to go to every store I know until I find Malibu Watermelon. <gasps> this is going to be amazing. Oh, uh, oh, there's a recipe for Malibu Watermelon Colada. So like a pina colada, but with Malibu Watermelon. This oh is gosh, one reason why Jason doesn't like me sometimes, you guys, because I unfortunately have to disappoint him and let him down. I'm sorry, I can't share that hype for the watermelon. <laughs> I know, I know, it's okay, it's okay. You know what, but you still like regular Malibu and that's what matters. 
that's what matters. You like coconut rum, um, and that's okay. Uh, I will tell you, I've already clicked on the buy now because I want to see if I can figure out where, uh, if watermelon's out yet. Mm -hmm. um, because you can find, I don't see it available yet. Okay. I will keep everyone updated. All right. Everybody, please know as soon as I can find it, I'm going to let y'all know. We might do a bonus special episode of the show. I can't believe they announced a new flavor. I am legitly excited. Oh my, what is this? Oh my, there's flavors I've never heard of, Paul. Peaches and cream? Ooh. Malibu upside down cake? Like <gasps> pineapple upside down cake? What is happening? Are those then, new? I got it. I don't know, I've never heard of them, so they're new to me. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And then we got an awesome email from a friend that I went to high school with, and I didn't even know she's listening to the show. So, Allie, thank you for listening to the show. Sent me an email letting me know that Malibu is making Malibu chocolate sundae rum. What? Oh, my gosh. What? If we were, like, what? video, my mouth just dropped. I know! We weren't even going to talk about Malibu this long this episode. <gasps> oh, oh, that sounds my so good. God. Oh, so... For the past couple of months, I've had some amazing friends just drop off Malibu because they all knew that I wanted to try every flavor except for banana because I don't like banana, but they still bought me a bottle of banana. Oh, no. This is why we can't be friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> O-M-G. I literally am... I can't. I am I am gated out right now more than I ever thought that I would. <gasps> Peaches and cream. What is happening? I can't. Oh, I have to focus on the show. I'm. Y'all got to go to the website. Is this a gifts? Or go to your nearest liquor store. Truth. Or use the Drizzly app. Because, uh, have you ever used Drizzly? No. Do tell. It, <laughs> it is a, they're getting a spot, they're, they're getting free advertisement, I guess. But it's an app like Instacart, but for liquor. So they'll deliver liquor to your house. What? I know, right? So, <laughs> you can pre-order your booze. Oh, Lord. It's fantastic. Is my weekend know, but, starting well, tonight or tomorrow, then? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to work with me Thursday and Friday, so your weekend oh, is Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can order stuff, and they'll also, uh, you can buy mixers on there, like if you need juice or whatever, they'll, they'll get it for you, too. I am legitly shook right now. That's I can't pretty lit. focus. Oh, my God. First of all, new flavors that nobody told me about. Malibu, if you were my sponsor, like I've asked, we could have done special episodes about all of those things. Yes. And you know, for a month straight, Paul, I went to all the liquor stores within a 35 mile radius. True story, everybody. I didn't really tell it. I went to every liquor store within 35 miles looking for different Malibu products that I'd never had before. Oh, wow. <laughs> Try, trying to find as many flavors to talk about on the show. You know and what you should do? You should have a different flavor for each podcast, but your host, your co-host, should match mm -hmm. that flavor. Oh, that's going to be fun. We could do that. That would be a good time. Yes, I once Malibu that. sponsors good... you, so somebody come, come make this happen. <laughs> we ain't doing this for free. <laughs> Sadly, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so, Paul... Let's talk about, we gotta, we gotta, we do awkward transitions. I'm so excited about Malibu, but I was like, you have to get back to the podcast. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Oh my God. Okay. Whew. All right. Deep breath. Deep breath. 
We have to talk about how we met because we met at the bank, as we say, the bank. And I met you on my first day back to a department that I'd worked for a year previously. Not even a year because I hated the job that I was in and I wanted to come back. And I will never forget how bouncy and excited you were to say hello. And I was like, who is this girl? I adore her. And yet there's so much energy. I need to back away. Yes. <laughs> so how, how do you think we became friends? Like, what do you think it was? Because we had a pretty instant connection, I think. I um, think we are similar, but in different aspects. So I'm very hyper and in your face, which I feel like you can be too, but with certain people or situations. So I think I kind of just sniffed that out of you and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be friends with him. (laughs) No, I don't think it was actually planned, but (laughs) (laughs) it just happened. It did. I think we went from like nada to like 100 in like the first probably two days. Yes. And I remember you make me back then and still now, I mean, but back then when I first met you, I was like, you made me laugh every single day. Even when I was having a bad day, you would make me laugh so hard. And then when Danny and I got our desk put right next to each other. Oh, yeah. I remember always back there hanging out with us uh, and Birdo. It was such a good time. Easy. I loved our little corner. Because nobody bothered us back there. We could just hang out and no one was there and it was perfect. Mouse musketeers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you broke my heart because I got a different position, still working with the department, and you put on your big girl panties and moved states away to still work for the bank. And we still got to see each other, but nowhere near what we used to. True. Actually, this brings back a memory. So, only a select (laughs) amount of people know this story. But, one time... Sharing it with the 30 that listen to the show? (laughs) No, this is a good story. Because this just goes to show Jason and I's relationship a little bit. So, one time... He was hosting an event at a bar that I got a little too happy and excited about. So by the end of the night, um, I definitely was not in all of my senses. And we were with Danny and another one of our friends. And they left me in the car thinking, oh, she's going to be fine. We're going to go get our other friend. We'll be right back. When they came back, I had like thrown up all over myself. I have no idea yep. how because I blacked out oh, God, and such a bad story to tell people, but Jason still stayed and remained my friend even after that night. And it was his event that he hosted at that he hosted that I got crazy lit at. So Jason, but you weren't, I will say this, Paul, you were not obnoxious. Oh Lord. No, thank you gosh. You're a fun drunk. You're a fun drunk. Yes. So I, I remember because I got a call right after they found you and they're like, she's puked everywhere. Oh, yeah, that like, was bad. Well, I don't know why y'all left her alone. Like, <laughs> you should have just stayed with her. <laughs> Good times. Just her out the door. Aw. And then you got to come to the Christmas party. Ugh. I behaved myself then. Oh, there was so yeah. much good food, too. Yeah, because my friends don't play. That's what I love about it. It's. 
I don't know. It's just it's my favorite thing to do out of the entire year is, is that and um, I, like it real it killed me this year. It killed me real hard not to be able to do it. Uh, but it's like the one time that I can get all of my friends from all of my different like areas in life together mm-hmm. to meet and hang out and have a good time and make new friends and celebrate the joy that is Jason. And that's what it's all about is me. So. Um, and you win, you get prizes, you get presents. I think it's rigged, but that's just my opinion. Oh, did you not get a lotto ticket? Did no. Did you not win a lotto ticket? Uh, wait, you got there late. Um, I remember. Yeah, that sounds like me. Yep. No, it was you and Danny and Gina. Y'all got there too late. Yep. So one of the things I do, just if you want to steal my idea, it's totally fine. I have a new game every year set up for my friends. Uh, to find an item, whatever it may be. And if you get one, um, you get a lotto ticket until I run out of, like, scratch-offs, like, real scratch-offs. Like, I mean, they're a dollar because I'm poor, but they're still a scratch-off, and some people have really cleaned up on them. And, uh, like, the first two years, it was Help Me Find My Nuts, and they were nutcrackers hidden all over with, like, little missing posters. And then um, two years ago, it was the 12 Days of Christmas. You had to find signs that had to do with something in the 12 days of Christmas. So like, I'm trying to think of one. Um, six geese Elaine, there'd be a photo of just six geese on a beach. Oh gosh. Like it would be something dumb, right? But yeah, and this year I've already got another one planned and I'm really excited, oh my God, I'm so excited about it. So um, yeah, but so you moved, you, you put on your big girl panties and you, you literally moved states away. Did you know anybody before you moved? Um, I knew a couple of people that we worked with as co-workers, but not like friends or like people I hung out with outside of work. Did you have any like family that already lived there or anything? No, no family either. Oh my gosh. I am legitly jealous because I don't think I have the strength to do that. Like just pick up and move. What was that like? Like that's a big deal, especially in your early twenties. Just a, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is kind of crazy to think because I know it's not something that's like easy to do, especially like when you do have family and friends that you're leaving behind. Um, I was just going through a really tough time. And then I had been with the bank, I don't know, maybe three years already. And I was just kind of at a standpoint. I was like, you know, like I need I need to change environment or just my surroundings. And then this opportunity came up to move here to Texas. And I was like, you know what? This might be what I need. And it worked out so well. You got a promotion after you've been there for a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, You have a fantastic relationship that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, I'm just so proud of you. It's amazing. Again, like I said, I don't think I have the uh, fortitude to just move across the country. And so I applaud you. I was so proud of you when I heard and I was also nervous because I was like, oh, who's there with her? Yeah. Protect her. Protect her. Someone protect her. I love her. Um, well, okay, so you got promoted. And then did you get promoted first? Or um, did you meet the... Well, how long have you and, and your, your B been together? We, so, oh gosh, we'll get into this. But officially and technically... We've been together a year and a half now. Okay. Okay. So were you promoted before you technically met? Um, I think March, April, May, June, July. No, I think it might've all been around the same time. 
That's so exciting. So it's it's February, right? And it's the month of love because it's Valentine's Day, or as I like to call it, Single People Awareness Day. <laughs> because us single people are aware that we're single that and we're lonely. Single. <laughs> Paul, have I ever told you my my Valentine's Day tradition when I'm not in a relationship? No, do tell. I have I have done it for years. I will order a pizza for myself. Can't go wrong so there. I can, eat my, I can eat my feelings. I'll have some Malibu. And I watch old 80s slasher films of like like horror movies where like there's young couples in love just oh to watch them my get murdered. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> I can just picture you with a bottle of Malibu in your hand standing up yelling at the TV. <laughs> I can picture it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it did happen one year. I was in a real bitter mood, oh. and uh, yeah, uh, that is my tradition, and um, uh, it will be happening again very soon. That is hilarious. <laughs> unless, unless somebody, hey, uh, Papa is single, so unless somebody wants to sweep me off my feet, uh, you still have, you know, uh, what, twelve days to do it. Yep. Um, you know. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, that's my thing. So, but I thought, okay, it's the month of love. And, uh, you know, by the time this airs, you know, it'll be close enough to Valentine's Day. Um, and I thought, okay, who do I know that's in a good relationship? And <laughs> Paul and I were talking and I was like, we need to get you on the show. And she's like, I've been waiting for an invitation. That's how you sounded just like that. And then you were like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. What are we going to talk about? And then we went back and forth. And I was like, let's talk about falling in love at work. You heard it, people. At work. (laughs) At work. I think, so like office romances are always kind of tricky just in general, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Because you got to worry about a lot of stuff, right? You got to worry about like HRE stuff. You got to worry about... um, Other people. Yeah. And like gossip and stuff. So... I want to hear how you've managed, because you both work for the bank, and um, you said you've technically been together for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your story, because I think it's awesome. Um, I've known some friends that have met people at work, and it ended great, or it didn't end well, and yours is going strong, and so I'm just fascinated to see like what happened, and how is it working now at home with... <laughs> you're not just at the office where you can walk away and go to another cube. You're now at home with each other working from home. So take us take us through your love journey. All right. Well, everyone, put your seatbelt on and enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So as Jason and I had previously mentioned, I packed up my bags, decided to move here to Texas, not knowing anybody. Um, I was roommates with a co-worker that I apparently did not know that well, but that'll be a story for another time. Um, and Ryan... Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's gosh. Right. Oh, that we, one, we still need to talk about that. That one definitely has to be another podcast because, oh my gosh, there's just so much you don't even know, Jason. Ugh. Ooh. Lord. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Continue. Right. Let me take a sip first before I get into this. <laughs> While oh. you take a sip, I've been sipping delicious Malibu. Just letting you know, still not a sponsor. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so 
Ryan is my boyfriend, and he works at the bank. Um, that was his first big boy job, because um, he had just recently graduated from college. So, you know, I knew who he was. I was like, okay, cool. I just moved here. I'm not trying to get into a relationship. I don't even know if I'm going to be here for the long term or if I'm going to hate it and want to move back. So I kind of just didn't want to really get involved with anybody. But for some reason, I know I'm great, but I'm not that great. Ryan was just like in love or like fascinated by me and he was like you know like I like you I want to get to know you (laughs) and I was just like no like I don't want to I don't like you like that this and that oh yeah so I had to really yeah I had to let him down a few times in the beginning um really yes I didn't know this part okay and not only working together do you have to worry about what other people are going to say, but you know, you also kind of have to worry about your supervisors or like upper management, like, are they going to be okay with this? Are they not? So that was just another reason why I didn't really want to even open that can of worms. Um, So of course, working together, we have to see each other every day, even though I had to let them down, unfortunately. And... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I want to know, how does Paulina let a guy down? Like, I so, have to hear this. For everyone who doesn't know me, I'm pretty upfront and honest. I will tell it how it is. So that's what I did. I told him, you know, I only plan to be here for a year. I just want to have fun. I don't want to be committing to anything. So I'm sorry, but I don't like you. and looking back on it i feel so bad because i definitely could have been nicer to him but i am just even more thankful for him now because that's how i know like i might get emotional but that's how i know that he's really a special one oh i know so anyway (laughs) so i let him down and then we started kind of you know just hanging out with group of friends he was nice enough to introduce me to some of his friends and then made some other friends at work so you know started hanging out or whatever and then eventually as time went by and this is kind of where I was talking about how we've officially been together for a year and a half but in reality we've been together a little bit longer than a year and a half um The more that we started hanging out, I realized, oh, wow, I'm catching feelings for this guy. What am I doing? And you want to know how I knew that I caught feelings for him? Please tell me. I got jealous. And I'm not... Was there someone someone trying to take the the attention away? (laughs) And I'm not the jealous type. So, for... I, I would, yeah, I, I think I know you well enough to say that I, I would agree with that. I don't think I've ever seen you Yeah, that's just not me. So, for that feeling to come up, um, especially over somebody, you know, that I didn't think I was going to have feelings for, definitely a shock for me. But at that moment, I realized, wow, I actually do like this kid. Like, what am I going to do about this? So... 
Yeah, we would hang out some more. Um, it started from like group hanging out to just us two going to dinner or going to breakfast. Oh. Yeah, just doing. He was pulling those yeah, slime moves. Just doing like couple things, okay. you know. So uh-huh. time man. went by. Okay. Oh gosh, and this is actually wow. Our relationship has just been, this is why I said buckle up, because it's just been, like, kind of all over the place. But Uh we, or I went to Florida for a family vacation, and it was a few days before his birthday, and I was like, oh, should I invite him? Should I not? Because I kind of wanted to spend his birthday with him, but at the same time, I feel like if I did invite him, it was going to be like, okay, this is it, like, we're like we're a thing so i ended up Mm. inviting him anyway to this family vacation that he has never met my mom or my sister so that was another terrifying experience um but it turned out great they love them um it was a great time but i still you know i wasn't sure if we weren't official well we were official without being official we were definitely exclusive, but we didn't put a title on it, of course, because of my stubborn self. Mm. Oh, okay. So All right. then a month later, we went to Vegas in July. Vacation, as we like to call it. It was just us two. Um, and then oh when gosh. we came back. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. You called yeah, it a like vacation? Yeah, like B A E. Cation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. I want a vacation so Take bad. a vacation with, I don't know, a bay that's not technically your bay. I, I, okay. Um, I've never heard the term vacation before, so I'm going to let you coin yes, it. Yes, you heard it, it here first, vacation. ladies and gentlemen. Oh vacation. Trademarked by Paul. <laughs> So we came back from our lovely vacation and it was actually really cute because since I had put Ryan through like this whole entire roller coaster of I don't like you but now we're hanging out and now I'm kind of catching feelings for you but I don't want to make anything official. I actually surprised him one night and I put like pictures up from our vacation and like the family vacation in Florida Um, and I spilled out will you be my boyfriend. Oh, God, it's so yeah. cute. I almost threw up. Oh, my God, that's so And then cute. I was like, well, it's time to make it official. Like, I'm done putting you through this roller coaster, and I'm ready to, you know, settle down. So that's Aww. how kind of our, our story of how we met, how we became, you know, what we are now. And, again, I think it's really just that strong foundation that we built of a friendship first. Um and even mm-hmm. after everything, you know, like everything that I told him or whatever, this and that, like he still decided to stick around and, you know, his feelings never change. So definitely a special one I have. Uh, he knew. He knew from the moment. I told him, I was Aww, like, I'm psycho. So, so if you are willing to put up with this craziness, <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Okay. How did you all handle it at work? Were you out as a couple at work, or did you guys keep it on the DL for a while? Um, 
You have two options. You either because let's be honest, we we work we work you know we work for a bank, and when you work in a smaller department, like rumors abound. Yes. And it's kind of hard when you find out that a maybe somebody hooked up with somebody else, or you know somebody likes somebody. Like it's just it's hard to keep that stuff quiet. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How did you? How did you uh, um. So the roommate that I had at the time before like we were hanging out or any ryan and i were hanging out or anything um she tried to get a little sneaky at work and like kind of put my business out there so that was no. yes Cause, so ryan and i Shady would go dealings. bowling on tuesday nights with his friends and sometimes you know we would drink a little too much or it was late at night so i would just stay at his apartment instead of driving home um and then she mm-hmm. just brought it up Good. at work Good one choices. time. And I was like, oh, no, sweetie. If we were not at work, I would have said some things to you. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, well, I mean, where do we go? Like, we're either going to have to keep it like on the DLL or just kind of put it out there. Um, I'm a very affectionate person. So I definitely could not hide my feelings or keep away from him. So whether it was me bringing him coffee or bringing him lunch, like I was always at his desk. I would find any type of excuse to go over there and vice versa. So it's not like we really ever announced it, but people definitely started to catch on like, oh, I think they're a thing or like they're dating this and that. And the good thing is he's a really great guy great to get along with um so everyone in the department liked him too so it wasn't like i had anything to worry about like oh like people might think this because he's a bad person or something not at all so everyone loved him and i mean i don't have too many haters out there but (laughs) everyone likes me too or liked me at the bank so it was kind of an okay thing um, whenever we started showing that we were kind of dating, because um, everyone would just say like, oh, you guys are so cute together. Or like, oh, you know, how long have you guys been dating this and that? So luckily we got blessed enough to where there really wasn't any kind of hate or any bad things to come whenever we kind of started dating. Um, so we were really lucky in that aspect. So, okay, so you're you're together now, and both of you um, have promotions that have happened. How do you, do you have a different work relationship than when you do when you're at home? Like, and you know what I mean? Like, is it, I'm trying to think of how I want to put this. Um, I think we, I think we lost you again. There you are. Okay. I'll start over. Do you have a different work relationship than you do when you're at home? Like, do you are do you act a little bit differently? Do, how, how do you let me? I'll say it like this: How do you leave work at work? Ooh, so yeah. Not only do we work together, same department, but we also live together. Um, I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going with this. I would. I would work. say for the most part, it's easy. Um, not too hard when quarantine first started and of course we were both forced to be at home well he was at home and I was still going to work um for my job so we still had like that time away from each other um 
but I guess just the fact because it was quarantine and we had to like stay in the house and couldn't go anywhere like to eat or like go shopping or anything like that. Um, it did get a little bit hard with work because I would either be so frustrated or tired from work, he would be the same way, and we kind of would just take it out on each other. Um, and it went like this maybe a month or two, and you know, we tried like, hey, this isn't working, like we need to take a day to ourselves and like have a long time, or we need to like talk about our problems or just not even talk about work at all. And I guess eventually we kind of just started leaving work at work. So once our shift was over, we would kind of just brush it off, not even say anything to each other about it. Just because if you work with somebody, you definitely are going to talk about your job a lot. Um... And being in a relationship, like, you know, there's other things to talk about or, like, other things to focus or be worried about. So we kind of just started to do a little bit less of that and focus more on us. So nothing great. Um, work is definitely a lot better now that we both have our promotions. I would say the only time it gets hard is when we have to take our puppy Maverick out because if I'm busy and he's busy... We either have to, you know, drop what we're doing and take him out or just suffer the consequences and let him go in the house. So that's really the only hard part. Oh um, but yeah, things are a lot better. I would say to anyone who is listening that is in a similar situation, definitely take that time to communicate with your partner. Um, communication is definitely key. And that's one thing that Ryan and I feel like we're working on every day is communicating with one another. Um, no matter what it is, your feelings, your thoughts, just express them. Let your partner know that's really how you guys are going to be able to get through things together. I love it. I think I, you said something that was just really good. And what I appreciate is, is I was like, man, I bet you there are a ton of couples right now who have never had to work in the same house during the day like you get to go to work that's mm -hmm. your alone time that's your I'm at work time you have your you know your work friends and everything but not at home it's like no I'm here and I'm here all day and you're here all day and now we're not away from each other and I I feel like uh, a majority of couples have probably are going through what you all went through which was how do we make this work spending this much time together. yeah and I love that you two decided to be like, nope, work is at work and that's it. We're not going to talk about work at night. We're going to we're going to talk about the other things. I think you said there are so many other things to talk about. And I love that. I think you're right. I think that's that's what couples need to do. Um, and communication, you're right, is key. I've had my last relationship ended because we didn't communicate well. I, I can I freely admit that we did not communicate at all. And um, it just it just that's what. That's honestly is what destroyed that relationship is we did not communicate. Um, oh, gosh, I'm so excited. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I am. And I love that we get to work together more now. Um, just because even though we work together, we didn't get to work together. There was a yeah. difference, right? Like you could reach out every now and then and say, hey, here's this. But like over the past couple of months, we've really gotten to be able to kind of work together. And we're an amazing team. I am not going to blow smoke. Like I think we work really well with each other. 
and we work well off yes. of each other. Um, we're both, we both train new employees. That's our job. And, um, when we get to do it together, it's, I don't know. I laugh the whole time because it's yes. ridiculous. It's so much fun. And I think it is, it's just a, Oh, there's a, there's a beat there. It is. It's so much fun. I love it. Um, Gosh, oh, I just wish that Texas wasn't, you know, 13 Ugh, states I know. away. Um, gosh, because originally I was supposed to come down there. Um, I think we talked about this. I don't remember if I told you, but the original plan was for me to come down there for another three Yeah, minutes. a couple of times I think you were and, supposed um, to. Yeah, because they wanted me to mentor you and the other SMEs at the time, the other subject matter experts. And um, it just, Corona, honestly, if Corona hadn't happened, I would have been there uh, that... Um, I think the plan was March or April. I would have been there, but stupid Darn Rona. Darn you, Corona! So sick of Not it. the beer, because that's great. Done with you. That is delicious. Corona, you Not should sponsor me. Beer, but still delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many people we can get to listen and actually have someone or something sponsor us. I mean, that's what we want. That's what we want. We want yes. sponsors. Uh, I'm so glad you came on to share that. I think it was really sweet. And it's just like a nice little change of pace. And it's nice to hear some good things out there. That's what we want to do um, with all of everybody that comes on the show is just to kind of share a little bit of joy and make things happy. Uh, one thing that we haven't done in forever is everybody's favorite segment, What You Been Binging, Bestie? And so uh, this is where we talk about what we've been binging because, my God, it's quarantine and that's all we've had to do is binge tv uh and food yes and sometimes food and maybe a little bit more and food. alcohol paulina what have you been binging and alcohol what have you been binging lately um let me see oh actually one of my all-time favorite tv shows the office um we were binge watching that up until mm. of course netflix decided to take it off but binging the office <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Riverdale just came back on regular TV, Wednesday nights, 8, 7 Central, CW. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I've been watching CW that, plug. too. Maybe they'll be a sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah, but those two, pretty much the last two things I think I've been, I've been watching. I haven't gotten a chance to watch WandaVision. I know you're up to date, so oh, it's good. Oh, don't give me any spoilers. I won't. It's good. It's good. Good. Well, I found two shows, one of which just aired its fourth season, and the other one that's already off the air, that I have been binging like crazy. There's a show, it's on TBS, or you can watch it on HBO Max, which is what I've been watching it on, called Search Party. It is ridiculous. Um, it's a dark comedy, so if you like dark humor, um, it's about these four friends who decide, uh, they find out one of these, uh, a girl that they kind of knew in college went missing and they start to try to figure out how they can find her. And it is like one ridiculous escapade after another. And it has a shocking season mm. one finale. And then every season just gets better and better and better. And this last season had me gasping uh, quite frequently. I was just like, what is going to happen next? And the season finale, I don't know if it's a series finale or not. It better not be because I'm be soups pissed. But it ended with such a great ending that if it was a series finale, I I could get it kind of. Um, but I really hope they bring it back. It's so good. It stars, uh, it stars Aliyah Shawkat, who was uh, maybe in, um, 
Oh my, Arrested Development. So it's fantastic. It has a great cast. Um, there's some really cool, fun celebrity cameos that pop in every now and then. And uh, it's a half an hour long each episode. Each season's like 10 episodes. I binged the first season in two days. Then I waited a day, binged the second season in two days, waited a day, did season three in two days. And then season four, they released in episode chunks. And um, oh my God, it's so good. I'm going to watch oh, wow. it again. I'm going to have to it. like, it's look just into so that. Good. It's so good. And then the other one is Hella Dark. And it's a show that aired, um, I want to say it was TNT or FX. I don't know. It doesn't matter now. It's also on HBO Max, but it only has two seasons. And it's called The Alienist. And it takes place in the early 1900s in New York City. And um, it was, it takes place before psychology was really like a thing known like it's yeah like it's they they mention it but it's like so when you didn't conform to what you should be people referred to you as like alien kind of and so people who studied people who didn't conform were called alienists which is basically mm -hmm. a psychologist and it's all about this group of people um a, do a psychologist a doctor um a newspaper at, uh, he's a reporter, but not really. He's more like a um, artist, so he draws pictures for okay. the paper. Um, uh, the first female to work in the police department, and uh, two brothers who are starting like groundbreaking work on um, forensics. So like they really believe in fingerprint technology, and people back then were like, "No, that's not. That's dumb. That doesn't point to the who mm -hmm. committed the crime." And it's a it's it's a scripted show. But the whole thing for the first season is trying to find this serial killer, and this is where it gets batshit, who is killing young male <gasps> prostitutes. And when I say young, I mean like 14 years old. And it's dark and gory, but the acting in it is top notch. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. It's a little hard to get through because there's some really devastating mm -hmm. things that happen. But my God. And I kept thinking, how did this really happen? Could this have happened? And absolutely. I went out and this is how I know I, lo I love a show. If a show inspires me to go out and do oh, research, yeah. <laughs> then I know that I'm in. And I did. I looked back and somebody was like, you know, think about how uh, corruption was back in the past when there was really nobody keeping oh, yeah. tabs on people. We have the internet today. And so, like, they were basically covering up these murders of these young boy prostitutes. And um, they they show who the killer is pretty early on. So you, it's not going to be like a twist. Um, as far as I know, I'm still in the first season. But at one point, one of the police people who knows basically that I think this is the killer goes to this house of this wealthy woman and he's like, hey, I I'm, I'm telling you right now, you got to make <gasps> your son stop. People are getting too close and we know he has a proclivity and you need to make him stop. It was, I was like, holy shit, they would not do that no. for a poor person at all. Be like, nope, we're arresting you. So, um, oh my gosh, it is so good. But again, it's very dark. I'm going to have to definitely dark. give that one a watch. Um, I love anything with a murder mystery. Yeah, I mean, like, you see who the killer is, but it's just like, what they're doing is trying to figure out, like, why is he killing these boy prostitutes and then why uh in the last episode they were like 
why does he put them up high? Like he puts their bodies up mm-hmm. high on high buildings. And somebody's like, but have you noticed all the bodies are near water? Why are they near water? And so you can see them starting to figure out like, okay, how do we know this? And um, it's, it's, it's just so good. I don't know. I really like it. So yeah, you should totally check it out. It's so good. So that's called The Alienist, everybody. Check it out and let me know. Um, oh, we're almost done with the show, Paul. No! I know. I was like, oh, we're at joy. Um, <laughs> we're at joy. Paul, you're coming back on, right? You want to come oh, back? Oh, of course. If okay, you'll have good. me. We have lots to talk about. I will. This has been super Yay. Um, So I always like to, just to remind everybody... The reason I started doing this podcast a year ago, roughly, was because it was a nice way to reach my friends who I can't talk to every day and I don't get to see anymore because of COVID. And I podcasts bring me joy. Like I love, I love listening to podcasts. I would listen to podcasts all day long if I could. And I love so many of them. There's a there's a so many brilliant ones and they bring me joy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm you know what I'm gonna do, Paul? I'm gonna stop my own show. I'm gonna promote one podcast. Okay. Right now. If you like Law & Order SVU, all right? If you like Law & Order SVU, there is a new podcast out that is, I almost dropped the F-bomb. It is phenomenal. And it's called That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast. It's hosted by two female comedians. And what they do is they talk about one episode of SVU per uh, episode of the mm-hmm. podcast. But it's not like new episodes. They go back, like next week's episode's about season oh, one. Oh, wow. And what they do is they tell you what happened in the episode, but what I absolutely freaking love is they actually go and do research and tell you the real crime that that episode was based on. What? So you get to see why it was ripped from the headlines. And so they teach you about those cases. And what's really cool, the third thing that's badass about it, is they go out and they get one of the actors from the show to come on and talk. So if it's like a special guest star, or maybe the person who uh, was the killer, or the person who was the victim, and they bring them on and they talk about like what that's uh-huh. like. And then the fourth thing is... <laughs> They give out resources at the end of every episode. So, like, if it's a, a like, let's say it's a case about domestic mm-hmm. abuse, they will give out some resources about domestic abuse. Like, if you're looking for help or you need to find more information or stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's a brilliant idea. I'm super mad I didn't get to, um, I didn't get to create it myself. And you know, I, I'm 100% positive neither of those comedians listen to this show. But hey, just in case you do and you want a fancy little uh, little gaby to come on and talk about my love for SVU and uh, who I think the hottest detective ever on that show was, it was Danny Pino. Um, please, I will be more than happy to. I know they're not listening, but you know, just in case. Get this spread out, everybody. <laughs> Make it happen. So. <laughs> it is it's I, I look forward to all the podcasts that I subscribe to, but I really look forward to this one. Um, they just released a new episode today and I'm almost through with it. But what I also love is they tell you the episode of the show that they're gonna talk about next week so you can pre-watch it and keep it in your mind while they're talking about it. Right. So, um anyway, I love it. Oh my god. Brings me so much joy. Which brings me back to the purpose of our ending segment, which is sharing your joy. So, Paul, what is something that uh, brought you some joy recently? So, I fell into the trend of getting a furry friend during quarantine. 
and we've had him for about seven months now. His name is Maverick. He's a little golden retriever. Um, so cute. Yes, he's so adorable. Um, you'll have to put a picture of him as your podcast icon for my episode. Um, probably not, but okay, continue <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, he's brought me a lot of joy these last few months. Um, definitely kind of gave me a reality check that I'm not ready to have kids, which is okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really glad that that was the reality check. Oh, yes. That's what people should do. They should get a dog first. Yes, because I kid you not. So for anyone who does not have a baby, does not have a puppy, um, once you guys get a puppy and I'm talking about like a puppy puppy, not a dog, but an actual puppy, (laughs) you guys are going to realize, wow, this is a lot of work. Am I really ready to get knocked up? (laughs) that's your best reminder Uh, I will say that Maverick is freaking adorable yes he's so cute I love him every now and then Maverick will pop up during a work meeting and it makes me happy although the poor little nugget did uh did did have to do that doggy thing yes and uh he's a man now had to go through the yeah he had to go through that surgery but you know hey good job and uh he is a, he is a cutums. What a cutum! Actually, oh when you left early on Friday and I was finishing up. Don't, don't tell people my business, Paul. They, they don't need to know I left early. Well, you technically didn't because you were having technical issues, but you still didn't log back in. It was. Paul, don't tell people my business. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase myself. So Friday. It doesn't matter. It's already out there now. I can't even edit it down. It won't make any sense. Just keep going. Friday, when I was finishing up the class. Maverick decided to pull on my arm because it was time to go eat. And I'm looking into the webcam half in half out because this boy's literally pulling me to go feed him oh what a cute little nugget i love him i just love dogs i can't wait i'm gonna buy a house later this year and i'm getting a dog <gasps> probably not gonna have furniture at my house but i'm gonna get a dog so that's the plan i'm gonna keep saying it till it happens putting it out there in the universe yes good karma so, um well i will say the thing that brought me surprise joy Um, is my friends John and Pamela, who've both been on the show and um, have either been on, uh, both have also been on the Christmas show. But um, they wanted to get me a Christmas gift. And, you know, it's COVID and we have to be really careful because I, you know, we have some friends who are in very high risk groups. And so you don't get to see each other. And John was like, I need to bring you a Christmas gift. I need to bring your gift. And I was like, it's fine. Like, you can bring it to me in July. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, so he, he brought it over and he's like, I have to record you opening this gift. And I was like, what is that? Why am I got to be recorded? Uh, because Pamela wasn't able to come. And I opened this box and I am not kidding. Uh, Pamela and John went out and they bought two little shots of Malibu. Right? They did regular Malibu and regular straw and strawberry Malibu. They drank the shots. Okay. But <laughs> what they did is they then decorated the little bottles like Christmas ornaments because they know how much I love Christmas. And they made me Malibu Christmas ornaments. They are so cute. It's ridiculous. And I'm keeping them out year round because I love them so much. They're so festive. 
Uh, but the other little tinge that made me excited is they put them in like a little piece of styrofoam, but they spent the time cutting out the bottle shape of the styrofoam. It looked super professional. Like I was like, did you buy these? And he's like, no, we, you know, Pamela made them. And I was like, oh my God. Oh wow. You'll have to They're send pictures. Amazing. I will. I'll, I'll send some tonight to you. They're super cute. Super cute. Um, and it just, I don't know. It just, it was like, what a thoughtful gift. Yes. Like I, I mean, that's like beyond thoughtful. Like you went out of your way to, first of all, I love a homemade gift. A homemade gift touches my heart every time mm-hmm. because you took time to think about me, but they took time to combine two things that I love most in the world, which is Malibu and Christmas. Now, if they put He-Man on it, that would have been like the trifecta. Oh, yes. But. You love you some he man. <laughs> so, um, but the fact that they took the time to do that, like it was just so sweet. I, I, I couldn't even talk for a second because I was like, oh my god, like it's just so amazing. They're so pretty, and I just love it. It makes me so happy. So, huge shout out to them because that was so sweet. Um, oh gosh, Paul, I have to end the show. No. Hold on. I know. All right. Let me let me get through this part. Um, I got to get through all the reminders. There's a, quite a few now. So um, number one, if you like the show, subscribe so that you get notified as soon as a new episode drops. Um, there is somebody out there. I don't know who you are because you've never come forward. But there is somebody when an episode drops at like one o'clock in the morning, somebody listens to it right away. So I don't know who you is. But I love you. Keep it up. Um, But yeah, definitely you should subscribe. Um, And then secondly, if you want to be on the show or you have questions about some of the guests that we've had or you'd like us to follow up with somebody or bring, you know, like, I don't know, Paul back, um, reach out to me at gabbingwithgason at gmail.com. So that's gabbing with and gasons with a G. Gabbing with Gason at gmail.com and either send me an email there or you can go to um, anchor.fm slash gabbing with Gason and you can leave a little 60 second voicemail right there. Yeah, you can leave a little voicemail and if it's cute, I'll play it on the show. And <laughs> if you love Christmas as much as I do, you should subscribe and listen to Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason, which is my monthly Christmas podcast. It comes out on the 24th of every month. Uh, even these months right now, we just had a new episode drop last week. So, um, it is a fun episode of ridiculousness. Uh, it is, it is not necessarily for the younger ears. Um, I talk about a festive fun fact each episode. I have my special guests, uh, everybody's favorite drag queen from the North Christmas Carol comes on and gives advice while making crafts. And we have naughty Ned, the elf with his horrible gift suggestions. Um, everybody's favorite new celebrity, Mrs. Claus, as she drinks her way through a new recipe each episode. Um, and she's a doll. And, um, I always invite one of my guesty bestie co-hosts from this show on to help me determine if a Christmas special is truly a classic or not so classic Christmas special. And I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, almost all of them are not so classic. So, um, it's a good time and you should definitely, uh, check it out. Uh, when you get time, there's definitely time to binge. There hasn't been that many episodes of that show because it's still relatively new. And I have to say this. 
thank you so much to the sponsors of the true sponsors of Gabbing with Gason. We just got a new sponsor, um, and uh, I just you know who you are, and thank you so much for that. That was beyond really sweet of you um, to do, and I can't believe people are giving money to help out with this podcast. I don't know why. Uh, because it's trash, but thank you so much. And um, remember that you also could be a sponsor. If you would like to donate money a month, you can go to anchor.fm slash Gavin with Gason. And uh, there's three different levels, but I'm going to tell you all, it's the same thing I say every episode. Please don't donate more than 99 cents a month. We are the home of the 99 cent podcast because that's literally all the quality I can afford to give you. This is a trashy podcast. It's not perfect. So don't don't be giving out like $9. I literally will freak out and cry. Keep giving us that 99 cents a month, y'all. I appreciate not being worth a dollar to you. It makes me very happy. Um, so you can definitely do that. And uh, to our newest sponsor, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. It was really sweet of you. Um, and it was a very big surprise when I got that email notification. So thank you so much much but again if you want to donate you can if you don't that's fine too if you want to sponsor keeping the yuletide gay you go right ahead and do that too because you got sponsors over there and thank you uh for all of you that have no idea how podcasts work they aren't free usually there is some there's some money that has to be spent on some things so i appreciate it but i didn't set out to make money off this but i do appreciate your donations and it's very sweet so Oh my gosh. I can't believe we had a, like just this episode has been so much fun, Paul. I, I honestly, I so glad that you agreed to come on. I think, um, it just, it's going to be a really fun one for people to listen to. And there's not that much for me to edit. There's a couple of things I got to go fix, but you know. Yay. I had such a blast and it was really just like us hanging out. Of course, if we were socially distanced, but we're not in person. (laughs) So it's perfect. It is. It was very sweet. I can't wait to bring you back on. I am going to schedule you for the... Do you want to do the Christmas show? Yes, I'm down for that okay. one. Great. I will. Uh, we will look at doing that very soon and um, get you on for the Christmas one. It's a little bit different, and uh, you have to do homework for it, but I can't wait to hear your opinions on things. So um, it'll be really good. And speaking of the Christmas one, the newest episode dropped last week, so go and listen to it. Listen to Guesty Bestie Kyle from the bank. Uh, and I discuss a cosmic Christmas and uh, that horrific disaster. Uh, Mrs. Claus also got drunk making uh, wassail or wassail. And if you don't know what that is, you got to listen to the show. That's what you got to do. And uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to end the show anymore. Paul, I love you. I love you, too, Jason. And I miss you Thank so you. much. I miss you, too. But I'm glad we get to work together more. It's so much fun. I actually gave you some big props to my boss the other day. Oh, did you really? I did. You are so sweet, Jason. I know you love me, even though you're mean. I am very mean, but that's how you know I love you. Yes. Well, everybody, it's sad that it's time to go. Uh, Please, again, make sure that you keep sharing your joy with your friends and your family because that's how we do get through all of these crazy times like corona and insurrection and all kinds of craziness. And um, until next time, bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Go grab a bottle of Malibu. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Gabbing with Gason. Don't forget to check out Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason for your monthly dose of holiday cheer. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.